0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I'll give you another guy. He was here for one year. We all remember him as a major leaguer. We forget he was on the New York Mets, and unfortunately he tragically passed away and that was Corey Lytle. Corey Lytle, one of the guys who played for both the Mets and the Yankees. Corey Lytle came up as a Met. He was a 25-year-old in 1997 when he was called up, and he was working out of the bullpen that year in 97 and pitched to a three-five-three ERA. Pitched very, very well, and the reason that the Mets lost him is because he was actually taken in the expansion draft by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Never actually pitched for the Diamondbacks. Ended up being traded to the Tampa Bay Rays bounced around baseball, had some really good years with Oakland, with Philadelphia, ended up with the Yankees, and then tragically after his time with the Yankees, passed away in that airplane accident in New York City right after the Yankees got eliminated in 2006. And right after, he had called in to Mike and the Mad Dog and had an argument on the air about the team and the way he had pitched. But he was a Met before he had bounced around the league and was a pretty good Met back in 1997, Corey Lytle. Here's another guy who I think when we think of his time as a Met, it's negative. Even though when I give you the numbers about what this guy did, you would say, hey, he was pretty good. But I think when I mention this name, you think of things that are not related to going out for the Mets, making 33 starts and throwing 206 innings to a three five seven ERA. Because those numbers right there, just leave it at that, we would die for that in 2024 from anybody in this rotation. 33 starts, 206 innings, and a 3.57 ERA. I get it, 3.57. Maybe you want it lower. 33 starts, 206 innings. There is not going to be a guy on the Mets even close to 206 innings in 2024. So I give you those innings, and I tell you that you don't think of him any positive light. You think of him for two other reasons. You think of him being traded away, which he was after his one year with the Mets and for what the Mets got back. And then the other thing you may think about is that the Mets offseason that year had very high expectations, and he was the prize. And that was a disappointment. Now, with all those hints, I'll tell you the guy's name, Kevin Apier. Kevin Apier had a long, distinguished career with the Kansas City Royals and before that, the Oakland A's. But going into the offseason of 2000 into 2001, There were two main focuses. There was can the Mets sign Alex Rodriguez, which they did not, and can they retain Mike Hampton, which they did not. The Yankees, on the other hand, signed Mike Mussina. The Mets signed Kevin Apier, and Kevin Apier signed, I think it was like a four-year, $44 million contract, and it was met with disappointment because Kevin Apier was this average major league pitcher, who had some good years, but his best season had occurred a decade earlier, and they didn't get A-Rod, and they didn't get Mike Hampton. Well, Kevin Apier, like I said, 11-10, 5 ERA, he made 33 starts. You cannot argue with what Kevin Apier did. There's There was no expectation from Apier that would have been far different than what he did. In fact, if you take his year with the Mets and you put it up, with the rest of his major league career, it comes in as like his third or fourth best year he had as a major league. And this is a guy who pitched 16 years in the majors. So it was not a bad year, but he wasn't Mike Hampton. And obviously, he was an A Rod, different position. During the offseason, the Mets traded him. And that's where we all remember who they got for him, which was Mo Vaughn, Kevin Apier from Mo Vaughn, one for one. Apier would pitch two more seasons in Anaheim before he ended his career back in Kansas City. And Mo Vaughan had his time with the Mets, which featured a couple of bombing home runs and then a lot of injuries and his career ending. Kevin Apier, good Met for one year. I'm sorry. He was a good Met. Went out there, made every damn start, and pitched to a three and a half ERA. I give him a round of applause even though no one else gives him respect. Good Met Kevin
2: Apier. Uh I the Mo Vaughn thing though is, is trying. That was the that might may be one of the worst moves in Met's history.
1: So here's why I would disagree with you. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna do it. Because <laughs> there's so many more that are worse than him. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because like Kevin Apier... Four years, forty-four million. He ended up having one more decent season. Mo Vaughn, in his first year with the Mets, really his only year with the Mets where he was productive, uh, was good in two thousand two. Like so, initially when that trade was made, Apier pretty much did the same thing in Anaheim, and Mo Vaughn came over and hit two sixty, hit twenty six home runs, and had an eight hundred OPS. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's what he was in nineteen ninety five. I'm not saying it was what he was in Anaheim. It's not even close. This is a guy who would hit 40 home runs and driving 120 runs, but he was a somewhat productive player. And then in 2003, he was done. Like he barely played, and then his career was over. Uh, It was a bad trade. Like I'm not trying to tell you it was an amazing trade, but there's been worse. (laughs) Nolan Ryan for Jim Fergosi. I don't know. There's just a few that just jump out at you. Yeah, Yeah.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: I guess you're right. Those were pretty much significant. They
1: were significant. Going back to that 2006 season, we mentioned Jose Valentin. There's actually two more guys from that 2006 team who only spent one year with the New York Mets. This is the guy who I thought had a chance to be a very popular New York Met. I thought in the early going he was. And the guy I'm talking about was Xavier Nady. Is that the guy you were thinking about, Pete? Exactly the guy. Exactly the guy. Because He that. was my boy. That was yeah, your boy. Well- you fell in love with him early for the first uh, half of the season in 2006?
2: 100%. And, like, his numbers aren't going to stick out. You're going to read off his numbers. they are not going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's like a, you know, could have been a Hall of Famer with the
1: Mets. No, 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 nothing like that. But he just was a good clutch player. And then the Dwayne Sanchez thing happened. Which destroyed us. That, that's the problem. And that's where, when you look at Nady's time with the Mets, he actually only ended up playing 75 games here. His numbers are solid, by the way, 264, 813 OPS, 14 home runs, mostly playing right field. And he was 27 years old at the time. And you weren't the only one. It felt early in 06 that Met fans liked him. They had acquired him during the previous offseason from Mike Cameron, who clearly didn't have a role here anymore after the Carlos Beltran trade. And then they had that collision in the prior season. So it was Mike Cameron for Xavier Nady, 80. And I think what bothers me about Nady's tenure ending is that it's very different than what we talked about with guys like Marlon Byrd and guys like um Brett Butler in that the Mets were having a great year. They didn't trade Xavier Nady for prospects. They had an incident, as you alluded to with Duaner Sanchez getting into a car accident. He was actually in a taxi because he wanted to go out and get food one night in Florida, got into a taxi, taxi accident, Duanor's out for the season And the Mets responded by doing something that I hate, and that is taking a guy off your major league roster and attempting to make a deal at the deadline. I hate that. And they're rare. They're going to become more common now because of all the playoff teams, because more teams make the postseason, and there are going to be multiple teams that think they can make it. So I think these kinds of trades are actually going to occur more. But back in the day, they never happened. There was one between the Red Sox and the A's years ago, and it it bothered me when it happened. The Oakland A's are going for it. They trade for John Lester. That's great. They had to give up Joanna Cespedes, who was their cleanup hitter at the time, and that never made sense to me. So here are the Mets needing bullpen help. So they targeted Roberto Hernandez from the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they have to trade Xavier Nady for Roberto Hernandez and Oliver Perez, who turned out to be the more impactful player in that trade so what always bothered me about that was I just want to trade prospects when I'm going for it and it's funny this offseason I've talked about not wanting to trade prospects but when I'm sitting there at the trade deadline and I'm trying to win a world championship that's what I want to move I don't want to move guys off my major league team and I can't tell you that things would have worked out differently in 2006 who the hell knows uh Sean Green is in a mat. Think about that. Sean Green isn't playing right field. Xavier Nady is like there's a lot of things that would have played out differently. Maybe you don't get Oliver Perez, so someone else is starting uh game seven of the NLCS. And say what you want about Ali P and his tenure here. Oliver Perez pitched damn well in game seven of that 06 season, 06 series. I don't know how things play out differently, but Xavier Nady has this weird history with the Mets and that there's regret. He should have been here for that postseason run, and who knows what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just remember seeing that ball in right field that Sean Green just has difficulty with. And I'm like, Xavier Nady would have been. been
1: Spezio hit that ball too, yep.
2: I hate that goatee, what a jerk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another guy that was on that 06 team, except he played the entire season for the Mets, was a key arm in that bullpen, Chad Bradford. The sidearming right-hander pitched in seventy games, had a two-nine ERA, made seven appearances during the postseason that year, didn't give up a run. Five and two-thirds scoreless innings for Chad Bradford. He was the specialist that Willie Randolph would go to to get a tough right-hander out, and he did it every time. Chad Bradford had a great season in two thousand six, but you know we talked about this with Aaron Luke. Sometimes with relievers, you get that one great year, and you say, "All right, I'm good." let's move on. The New York Mets decided to move on after his really good year in 2006. And if you look at the rest of his career, the Mets made a bad decision because Chad Bradford was good in 2007 with the Orioles. He was good in 2008 with the Orioles. He was good in 2008 when he was traded to Tampa Bay. He was a good relief pitcher. And as you may remember, in 07 and 08, the Met bullpen let them down. So who knows, maybe the collapses You know, seven and eight are different if Chad Bradford sticks around, but he was here for one season in 2006 as 31 years old, and he put together a really, really good season. Here's another guy. In fact, this guy, his last season in the major leagues was his one season with the New York Mets. This is a guy who is a nine-time All-Star. This is a guy who is a five-time Silver Slugger Award winner. This is a guy that's won a batting title. And this is a guy that finished his career with 509 home runs. Who am I talking about, Pete?
2: Gary Sheffield.
1: Gary Sheffield. That's right. His one year with the Mets wasn't bad. Again, it was in that grouping of years where the Mets were terrible. So it all kind of mishes together, mushes together. But he played 100 games for the Mets in 2009, hit 10 home runs, 276, 823 OPS, I think the only thing we're going to remember him for is that he hit his 500th home run. The Mets haven't had a lot of guys hit 500 home runs. In fact, Gary Sheffield is the only guy who hit his 500th home run as a New York Met. So it's a good
2: year, but he's not winning this competition. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best